Yo, 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 what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Win-Win Effect Show presented by Winject Studios. I'm your host, Chris Ross, and happy money whatever data ends in while you're tuning in. This week's episode, we're going to be speaking with the one and only Jakob Oskarts Chung. If that name doesn't ring a bell, well, you might have some content marketing issues. Many entrepreneurs and business owners know that they have to create more content and deliver strategic value on their website and social media channels. But here's the thing, they don't do it. Common sense is not a common practice. So they lose money and tons of opportunities to land the right clients to grow and scale their businesses. So if you're someone out there that wants to be able to learn how to get to the right people at the right time and share the right message for them to consume it and then take action, this is the episode for you. If you want to reach out to my man, Jakob, text us at 843-396-2104. Look forward to hearing your feedback. Stand by for a quick message and let's have some fun. And with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. Welcome, Jakob, yeah. to the show, man. I'm, I'm really excited to have you here, bro. Thank you for, for the invitation. Really awesome that I'm here and really looking forward to, to this conversation. By the way, you have a real cool intro. And I am now understanding all these sounds in the background when I listen to your podcast. <laughs> because like, I never saw it. <laughs> so you didn't really? see it. Oh, yeah, the video. So you were like, where's, yeah. these, where's this music come from? That's actually the music of the show. My theme music is actually a friend of mine. He's a music producer. We went cool. to elementary school together, believe it or not. And he, I was having a couple conversations with him. You know, of course he sees him like uh, YouTube or sees on some type of channel. And he's like, man, you're doing phenomenal. He's like, is there anything I could ever do for you? And, he, and I gave him a couple of trainings. He watched a couple of trainings and then he just went nuts on a video, like, uh, audio and got the yeah. music. So that this is a whole other version of, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a whole other version of the, of the lyrics. He goes in detail, man. So I'm going to be showing that a little bit. So I appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah. I, I think it's, it, you have a much longer version, right? You, you cut yes. You are cutting it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got this. I got this. All like, the you time know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this when you, when you cut it because I'm also cutting with tools and software. Mm -hmm. I knew that you cut something. That Okay. I yeah. got it. I have I, a good team. Cool. I have a good cool. team for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it was also cool. I, I saw Steve Sims. Oh, I interviewed him. Uh, Brian Bogart. I interviewed mm. him. <laughs> That's also yeah. cool. A lot of names. But the new intro, I've already, this is season five. Yes. As you can tell, it went from yellow to gold. So now I'm in past the 100 episodes. So you're like 100 something. I can't remember which it is. So I'm recording That's these cool. earlier before it launches. Um, but when, by the time it goes live and the show, you know, obviously when this gets out into the podcasting world, it'll have a different intro. But cool. same music, just different intro, different theme, and obviously a match. But I'm I'm really excited, man. I mean, last time that we had a conversation, I just happened to be on LinkedIn one morning. <laughs> yes. And, and I was on LinkedIn, and, and most people understand this, and I'm sure you do something very similar. I'm I have certain hours that I do certain things in my day, in my ritual, in my routine. What I do in the morning, I like exactly. So I don't yes. ever like to get into a situation where I'm reactive. I'm going to need to be productively busy, not just busy. Busy means you're just controlled, right? So I was focusing on some things in LinkedIn and some introductions I was getting from a good friend of ours, Justin Breen, tagging my assistants there and just making sure the introductions went smoothly. Great and that guy. way, yeah, because I love this dude, Justin, man. He, Justin is amazing. He introduced he, he me to the best people in the world. Like, And what I look for is when Pete intros me to someone, I want to see where his light bulb went off. I need to introduce him to Chris or her to Chris. Um, and it's just every single one is perfect. It's aligned perfectly. But yes. so I was on LinkedIn. Little keep a little story short on LinkedIn. And I and got ping and you, the Yacht was going live. And I was like, let's see if I can go live. So I went on live, just sent you a comment and you pulled me up in a meeting. It was great. I mean, I mean, that was, I can't, I'm also using StreamYard and I saw, okay, uh, all the comments are coming in and then. I saw your name, Chris Ross, and I thought, wait a minute, I know this name. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... 
<laughs> and you just wrote, "Hey, what's up?" or something, and I thought, "Yeah, you're on, on my show. Come, come in my show." And I just th this is the cool thing with Streamyard. You can share the link, and people come can come into your show. It's like yeah. on 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 TV, so like like the, you can see uh, another person, and he or she can also ask questions. And then we we talked about podcasting and what's important when you create mm -hmm. your podcast and things like that. It was was great. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was. <laughs> I can't remember what your topic was before I popped on live and you invited me to come on your show, but it was something. I can't remember exactly what you were talking about. Do you remember? It was, I think, uh, how to come in contact with A players with your podcast, something like this. That went along perfectly. Then I hope I didn't mess <laughs> yeah. that up. The reason why I asked that question is because I didn't. I didn't know if it messed up the topic at all. <laughs> No, and and uh, so when when sometimes there are coming questions or topics that I didn't focus on, but I'm answering the questions or speaking with the people because that's more valuable than just doing my agenda. Hundred percent. I mean, you have to you have to be flexible and and, and adaptable. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and speak with the people and and also uh, in order to to create a connection with mm -hmm. the live session. That's that's important. So that's that's more important than just doing my stuff. Right. I mean, because it's not about you. It's about what they're hearing and what they're going to grasp from it and then be able to implement in their life to hopefully see the results or, you know, that obviously you receive. And let's let's kind of back up just a little bit. I want to know a little bit. Yeah. I know that you're in Germany, right? So, yes. and we don't need to go all the way into your, I, I hate going on shows and they want to go through my whole life. I'm like, <laughs> what the freak, man? So what you specialize in is something unique and it's needed in today's world. And I have a lot yes. of opinions about this and i'm very passionate about which we're aligned to but say for instance listen only one question i normally ask and it kind of kicks off the conversation and we can mm -hmm. take it anywhere you want to take it and i'm cool with taking it up or taking it low whatever we're going to do so this is about for the listeners right so if someone walks up to you and just observes you in a place i don't know in a meeting somewhere and they go yeah I'm like what do you do for a living and why do you do what you do like what what led you to doing this you seem passionate mm -hmm. about this Like, how do you go about answering that question? Yeah. So basically, I help coaches or business or, or I help business coaches or consultants mm -hmm. to be visible in, in these days. Okay. And this is basically, uh, I do it with content, with video content. I help help them to create good, engaging video content so that they can generate more clients, that they get in connection with people who are like-minded. And that's basically what I'm doing. And why I'm doing it Because I understand that if you don't do this, yeah. you're going to be broke one day. If you yeah. don't go out, be visible, go to other people's podcasts, connect with like-minded people like, like with you, you're, you're not visible and you don't generate clients and, and you don't grow with your business. That's basically mm -hmm. what I believe in. And that's the why question. Okay. I love this and I loved your answer. And I, I was pretty sure where you're going to go with it. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of need me to unpack this a little bit because it's needed. Most people right now are doing video content and recording some of their stuff, but they're only recording content to catch someone's attention. And what mm -hmm. I see in the marketplace, and no offense to internet marketers out there, no offense, but internet marketing is not business. That's just a component of a business model. When I, I've been on panels before and they would say something and they would ask me, like, I'm the kind of person, don't ask me a direct question or you're going to get the truth. So they asked me a question mm -hmm. pertaining video content and shiny objects. Well, you need to have a lot of substance behind that and driving them somewhere like a mastermind or a master and giving them something worth of value. If you're trying to sell them something, you can't. If, if that's the case, if you were just, you know, doing content and there's no substance or something they yes. no business can actually, you're exactly, there's something they mm -hmm. can put in motion and actually see a benefit from and getting results or similar to yours, then you're just a one trick pony. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not you and I'm just making a point. So when I bring that, when I brought this up yes. in a panel, they got caught into their emotions, right? And I was like, well, the, you're not mad at me on what I said. You're mad at you yourself that you're a one trick pony. And if I didn't say you were, <laughs> you took yeah. it there. So there's, I mean, what do you own? Like, do you own a physical product? Do you, what is it? How different is it 
in the marketplace? Is it, can it, is it patentable? So what is your go-to market strategy? And I start breaking all these business terms down. They were lost. How much do you see that in the space that you're in? So the cool thing is I'm, I'm working with the people that I want to work with. So yes. business coaches, consultants, and these guys are like-minded and they understand business models. And therefore, I'm very lucky that I work, I'm working with these kind of people who already have membership sites or masterminds and things like that. Yes. But in the old days, when, in the old days, when I worked uh, in, in, in an agency and for publishing houses here in Hamburg, I was, I, I was always, there was some missing part. So th there was always this discussion about story, about content, but there was no strategic thinking about monetization, mm -hmm. about business models, how to, how do we generate revenue? How can we grow from, from these projects it was it was like i mean i was uh, I, i started as a digital editor in, in the journalism background and they are very good in storytelling and in, in, mm -hmm. in, in telling your story in a good way uh, so the area of earned media so how to write press releases or how to package a story in a way that is interesting for journalists but the business model side was missing these days i'm very lucky so that i can choose myself uh, so if somebody is asking me why should i create video content then this this person is not right for me it's not the right fit i'm working with people who are already creating videos and are also good at it but mm -hmm. they are not they are not that good in managing all all these things so they that's say that's powerful okay Let, let's unpack just, yeah. just to interject yeah. just real quick sure what do you mean by that i know what you mean by but what do you mean by taking the video content and making sure there's a strategy there to monetize from mm -hmm. to to go into detail of the buyer's needs wants mm -hmm. so, so for example i have one client from the us and uh, he said jacob i have these 25 videos so free our video material or something like that okay so and, and i'm looking at it and I, some some videos are seven minutes three minutes two minutes and I, i'm and he's not using these videos they are published but they are they are just on youtube and nobody's watching it mm -hmm. and what i'm what, what i did is okay i'm going to create a content plan for the next three months so that he every day has one post one video post and i'm taking these videos and creating little snippets video snippets so one minute or two minutes. And he's speaking about how to start your career as a speaker, how to get booked as a speaker. And there's always a call to action. Within. Yes. So there's, you have one video snippet, you have the social media posting, and there's a call to action. So if you want to become a public speaker in, a, in the right way, online in these days, then go to this website. And the website is there. There's the link. Go to this website. Register for my webinar. Uh, come to my online event, w whatever it is, there must be a clear call to action. That's what basically what it means. So that okay. you have this content and it all gets to one one side or some somewhere specific. Well, don't you think that's common sense? It's common sense to me. Like, you know I what mean, common sense is to me? It's common sense is like deodorant. It's for people yeah. that don't use it, they need it the most, right? So it's, It's not that common. It's not common practice. And I read that in your notes and it was a good little segue to this. It's the most common to me because you have to, it needs to have a clear vision and a clear message for that call to action. I've, yeah. I've I consume a lot of content and I love that you're, you have a journalist background because you know what to look for in a story yes. to be able to exploit that out. And so when some of my best clients that I've had in over the years, you know, these are business. I never coached anyone individually, but when I was working with these guys and working with these teams, I was able to sit down and look at their processes and align the process from sales, marketing, operation, and fulfillment, and then put them all in one. They're beating the same They're beating off that one drum. It's that one yeah. heartbeat, one mission, one outcome. I know it's funny when I say it, it's like, oh, that's kind of catchy. No, this is what I do. I align all that. So now it all makes sense. And I clear your mm -hmm. message, uh, but clean the message up for it. So it's crystal clear for someone tuning in and listening to your content. You know why you're listening to this content. They'll do a video and they don't even do a proper intro. Hey, this video is for X, Y, Z. <laughs> they just start talking. Um, so, I mean, that obviously that obviously provides 
you with a lot of job security, bro. But how hard I mean, is it? How hard is it to change someone's thought process when they're when they're trying to shoot their videos? Well, so basically, when people are coming to meet, they already shot the videos. So yeah, I know, I know. But I'm saying is yeah. like so. My my question, maybe I'll, I'll pinpoint this, and it's and, I, and you go right a line to this. So they already have their videos, and you take a mm -hmm. hard dive into their videos. But say, say for instance, if they whatever you propose, you have the proposal, right? You propose like, this is what I, here's what I see your content. Here's how I can get it out to the marketplace for you to get to X, Y, Z results. Yes. So if they're, you get ugly baby syndrome with their stuff and there are ugly babies out there and there are, <laughs> this is ugly content. Okay. Let's be real. Say, this is what I think. This is how I think we should package your content. Yeah. Do you get a lot of pushback? Not that much. So okay, good. Mo mo most oftentimes, so uh, what I'm doing basically is I'm doing like this conversation that uh -huh. we are doing with them. So that's it's easier for them to speak about their topic. So I'm preparing questions, I'm preparing the topic, and then we are speaking about it. And there's not so much pushback. So okay. that's not what... So I bought into I'm, that. So you do a lot of groundwork yeah. is what I'm hearing you say. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you're getting into rapport and understanding their message and getting in that, the, yes. I guess, the same same type of way. One heartbeat, one mission, one outcome. So you're not like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. I know you're, I know what you like to speak on and we need to do a couple of different topics to so what the marketplace is wanting to hear and what they mm -hmm. should hear from you. So when they walk me through kind of like that process just for the listeners and just to really shine a light on your skills. And you don't need to go all the way into detail because that's something you're doing with your your mastermind and your program, your master. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but that's a good segue for it. It's like walk me through kind of like a watered down version of a, over overview and an approach for you mm -hmm. with a client. So first of all, I'm always checking. So what is he or she producing? So what are what are the things that he she already produced? So the the first step is the content audit. So I'm looking what kind of videos did he produce? What kind of blog articles? What is the website looking like? What is the uh, social media looking like? I'm scanning everything. I'm looking up uh, comments and looking up where's the engagement. Is there any engagement? Mm -hmm. How many people are following up? Um, is there a follow-up with people who like and comment my things? This is a very important one because I'm not a big fan of just uh, one-street communication. I, I Love I'm this. just... I'm just always looking for the communication part. This this is something that uh, one guy uh, on LinkedIn, one entrepreneur asked me. He said, how many leads do you generate? And I said, I don't care what leads. I, I oh, I, think, I, I thought you said care. deletes. I thought you said delete. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, okay. The, yeah, the, the lead, lead gen. How many yeah. lead, leads do you generate? And I said, I don't I don't care about the leads. It's about... Uh, it's about of the communication so how many talk how many conversations do i have from my live sessions mm -hmm. but that's why i'm always following up always tagging them so basically this is the first thing so that i'm just scanning everything and looking what is working what is not working so this is this is a big thing it's because pretty simple. I'm cons yeah. consuming consuming this is simple but most people don't do it they are just good in producing and hustling but they they never take the that's time interesting that's interesting. You and I are a lot alike with that. Here, what I love to do is to consume content. Mm -hmm. I love to consume content. I'm not listening for the content to get motivated or inspiring me. I, I, I'm not listening for that. I'm listening to content and seeing what the marketplace is so my fingers are on a pulse. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. When I'm looking, I'm looking at it. My brain works differently. I'm assuming that you are uh, maybe have some engineer traits. Do you well, like kind of like looking at things backwards and going, how can I improve this? That's how I look at yeah, things. Definitely. Yes. So when I was yes. a kid, I used to take my toys and take them apart and put it back together. How can I improve this part? I was a weirdo. So how old were you? There? I, I was probably like, I don't know, like as long as I can remember, like six, eight years old, like putting things like I was very creative when like mm -hmm. I would have certain toys to do, you know what I mean? It, I don't know. I would like, you know, He-Man was a big thing and I would have He-Man and all these other things and they would have this big, huge war. And I was, yeah. <laughs> so that's I don't cool. know. I was a weirdo. So when I would look at things, I, that's how I look at content. How, okay. 
this gave me an idea, but I know I can improve it. Here's what I'm going to do from this. And now I'm going to obviously make it my own, right? So yeah. this is what I do see in a marketplace and it leads me to my question. How often do you see everybody doing the same thing? Well, similar. It, it depends on, on the niche, but okay. yeah, sometimes, of, of, of course, some ideas are, especially in the online marketing niche. So these weird advertising things when people say, yeah, that's right. my Rolex, you can do this too and bullshit like this. So the nonsense marketing, you, uh, um, yeah, being in your airplane in your private jet and and they didn't uh, even own it they like they've rented a damn yeah, thing and they're sitting yeah. on it it's a piece and of they, shit. they they woke up at 3 a.m in the morning to be uh on the on the airport and have 50 minutes or 20 minutes something like that yeah so but i don't i don't see these things because yeah, because i'm filtering i'm not i'm not watching everything i'm i'm focused on 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 the clients yeah, i'm go. focused what 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 their topics are and then I'm looking, okay, what is his or her community interested in? And what are basically also reading a lot of comments also. So mm. what are they asking? What are they asking? I mean, content, so, so many people are just focused on producing, hustling. But you, you, have to, you, have to, you have to stop and just read the things and, and, and listen to what, what people are saying and uh, writing. This is also I don't I don't understand when people say I don't have any co content ideas. That's just that's not possible for me because do you have a uh, brain? Right? Like yeah. just, <laughs> is there anything going on up there? You just sit there when you're quiet, nothing's happening. <laughs> not to be offensive yeah. to people that don't have thoughts. I'm mean, just a lot of blockage there. You need to clear out the blockage. Yeah. Do the things that so. you want to do in life brings you joy. Choose happiness over everything. You choose happiness over the things that bring you joy and seeking bliss every day, then you're only doing the things you like to do. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing the things you like to do, you can operate at optimal level at 100%. There's mm -hmm. a majority of the people out there in the world are only operating at 40% because they're doing things that they don't want to fucking do. Let's be real. They don't. That's yeah. why they're only getting 40% of results. They're only a half all the way in. I'm all in, yeah. but their actions say something different to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm all in. I'm the type of person, I'm wake up before I have my routine and I go through this and I go through my gratitude states and everyone's catching on, right? You need to become 1% yeah. better every day. I hear it a lot. But your actions, once I get a little closer it's, to you, your actions don't really match those words. Yeah, it's all about execution. Yes, I, 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in execution. So that's... How do you, how did you, this is something that you've learned over time through experience of being able to execute even when you don't want to? Because you seem like a kind of person where if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Yes, definitely. So if I'm, if I'm going to, if I say I'm going to produce a video testimonial this week for you, then I'm it. doing this. Right. Anyways, it just, I mean, this is, if I don't feel like it, I, I think if you do really something that you're passionate about, you, you don't have concerns like this. It's like more, it's like, okay, when do I do it? It's like, even if I, I have to, the time pressure, maybe maybe I sleep a little, little less, but I want to do it, execute it, because it's something that, that's, that I'm passionate about. Yeah, how, how yeah, important is it to you? If you make it life or death, you'll make it happen. Yes. So Definitely. what? that's the first question I usually try to ingrain in someone's mind. Is it life or death for you? To, to produce content? Yes. But no, so it, because, it's for your because, business. But, it, but the, yeah. it's not the purpose. I'm, producing content is not the purpose. No, no. It's about what is the, the content outcome? legacy. Yes. About the, what is the outcome a, that you're searching for? Like, I don't do what so, I do for a living because I have to do it. I do it because I, yeah. I want to do it and I, I get to do it. I don't have to do shit. You know what I mean? So I do it for a purpose. I change lives. People go, what do you do for a living? I change lives. Next question. Ask cool. me the how question now. <laughs> Chris, how are, you, how are you changing lives? It is different for everybody. <laughs> it's different for everybody. It's, I'm like a heat-seeking missile to pain. I'm a heat-seeking missile to energy. People can do all this with their mouth and their words. Uh. But I'm not, it's not what I'm picking up and get, you're transmitting over to me. I pick up an energy fluently. So when I popped on your LinkedIn, I was like, how am I not ever, how did I not meet this person yet? And like all yeah. the way in detail, like 
this dude is legit because I don't pay attention to a lot of the content marketers or content strategists out there because yeah. most of them are only producing results of a certain area for internet marketers, but they're not in a business model. You, you know, of course, you have to start out somewhere and it's going to lead me to my question. What was the big breakthrough for you of start working with surreal entrepreneurs and people that already have mentorship programs and are doing it for the right reasons? Like when was that, when was that move for you? And what did that kind of yeah. like walk me through that? That's, that's so funny, this question, because even when I, w way back when I worked at the agency and uh, also in the publishing house, I already networked with entrepreneurs because okay. I knew I'm not doing this working for the next 20 years in this agency or wherever. It was always a goal to start my own business or my own sure. consulting yeah. business. That was, that was inside of me. I, I saw it just as an experience to know the market and it just just this one when i when i i wrote i drove uh with the bus to the to the work yeah to the agency and i put my laptop in the bus and i have a bus drive of 25 minutes from my home to the agency and in these 25 minutes i wrote blog articles oh, good for you i wrote i wrote my ebook and things like that and back uh, in the afternoon when i went back to home I also have 25 minutes and then I edited the parts that I wrote in the morning. Mm -hmm. So it was a habit to create content because I knew I'm, I'm out in two years. I'm not going to stay here for the next 20, 25 years in the, in the lunchtime when everybody was out there, I interviewed people doing, doing liquid, liquid lunches. I've been to Germany. I know what you guys do at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I know what no, you no. guys do at lunch. Go, not don't me. go to lunch, bring your lunch there. They will make you drink. It yeah. like at 11 a.m. and then walk back. They drinking these huge. What do they call them there? Like not, not the pints, but they're like they're massive. Yeah, lights and, and beer. There you go. Yeah, game over. I don't obviously drink, but this is back in the military for me. We went there. And I was I was walking sideways, and it was always the women that get you the most drunk. Anyways, but yeah. So at lunchtime, you would obviously putting in work when everyone was playing. Yeah, I mean, I had lunch with me, so I was sitting there, and then interviewing people who ha has nothing to do with the agency work who are for my own business i network yeah. with people and these connections these networking uh, network with people this was also the, the the foundation for my own business when i started i love this i love because, this man beca because these people i mean i spoke with them once or twice uh, we had both conversations and that's it and then two or three years later all of a sudden everything is coming together and I instantly, don't ask me where did you know this, but I just, I, this was my intuition, call it intuition or destiny, I don't know, but that was something that I knew. You, and it, it, you felt that because you're plugged into your source on what you should be doing in life. Yes. As a, I, I truly believe this, that every person on this planet is born unique and special talents. And they're only yes. unique and special to them for for what they were put on this planet to do it's but none of us are born with a user manual it's our job yes. to find out what that is and it sounds like to me that you spend a lot of time not just you know in the the dead time of just kind of being there in silence and putting in headphones and listening to damn music or something and getting programmed you're actually putting some work in and you're one-on-one -on -one with your mind i love that man definitely so re reflection is a big part so we my wife and i we have also this goal session uh on the beginning of the year we are we wrote our our perfect our perfect average day how it looks like how we how we feel about it uh, these are all techniques strategies things that we do and also journaling is a big big thing That's very important. So yeah, you have to reflect yourself because if you pro don't program yourself, then there are definitely people out there who are going to program you. At, 100%. At, at, the, at minimum, your boss <laughs> who are you working for. 100%. Well, actually, it's funny that you had this a similar... I have a similar story of my last job, J-O-B. And I was a regional director at the time. And actually, he's a good friend of mine. I'm actually meeting him. I'm speaking with him next week. He's He runs a corporation now um he's obviously grown and he was you know obviously big time then and we had something very special he was a uh, prior navy i was prior navy so we had that 
core values thing very similar. And he walked into my office one day and it was like 11 o'clock at night on like a Thursday. He walks in my office and said, man, I appreciate you putting in all the work in for the comeback. Like, oh, you think this shit's for you? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this isn't for you. This isn't for you. I was like, in six, I got six more months. He's like, what are you, you going to leave in six months? No, I'm not leaving in six months. I'm building my company in six months. Then six months after that, that's when I'm leaving you. In one year. One year I'm out. Yeah. Like, so I'm not putting in, I'm not putting in these hours. What I was doing, I was building my foundation and mm -hmm. my, and when you know it, just like you, yes, my relationships were my foundation and my connections. I have a lot of resource. I play an infinite game called business. As long as I have resources available and I still have my, my mind in my, in the want and the need and desire and the hunger behind me to do what I do, then I'm going to win. Yes. Because it's my role to put myself in a position to win. So if I can't go out at night and do whatever I want, you know, whatever brings me some type of satisfaction and a minimal satisfaction, I'm looking for the long game. So when you're playing that long game, it's important. And then you yes. give put that putting something on a paper and working for something bigger than you. And it sounds like that's something that you're very passionate about, that you sit back and you really put a lot of intention behind what you do. Yes. And this kind of goes on my question I wanted to bring up you mentioned it is that trust the foundation. Like I look at trust. That's the, that's the first block of mm -hmm. a foundation, but that is go. You have to do that through touch points mm -hmm. consistently Digital over time. Points. And yes. like me asking questions, like I don't ask, like if I find out your birthday is what day I write it down. And the reason why I write it down is I put it into my, they call it diary here. I put it in my calendar. I put it in my calendar and I hit every once a year ping me on my calendar and when you know it, I'll send you a happy birthday message. Not to, I wouldn't say get brownie points or cool points, but people that are aligned to me and I want them, I want to keep them around me because this is a busy, noisy world we live yes. in. You can be end up being reactive. That's my way of staying proactive and sending, yeah, man, hey, happy birthday. We haven't spoken in a while. I'm just sending you nothing but positive vibes, man. Hope you're living a good life. If there's anything I can never be at service for you and just let me know. And wouldn't you know it, some of my biggest business deals have come from those type of messages. I mean, it's not a it's it's not a it's not rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all about I mean, these this this pandemic, this shows the winners and the losers. So the winners are the people who use a CRM who know how to use digital tools, who can yeah. follow up in, a, in an effective way. And also because you can't uh, remember all these things. But if you do something like uh, when you use a CRM, for example, one of my first, I, I won my first international client through my CRM. Did because you? This, wow. this, this, was, this was somebody that I interviewed in my podcast. And then he said, yeah, I need this social media stuff. And um, just come back to me and... Uh, two months or something and this is something that i wrote down in my crm and also created a follow-up for myself so two months later on a specific day i get this reminder in my in my gmail hey follow up with this guy because he needs some social media and then i'm following up we're speaking about chit chatting and then he says okay let's do this and 100%. but 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 if you don't do this, I mean, you can't remember all these things. And if you start write, start writing down, and maybe it's you you can do it. But I would recommend to use the digital tools that were available, so in order to uplift your life, so that you have time for the really important things. I have a file for everybody. You know, yeah. uh, everyone. You notice I'm writing okay. on on these little cards, these flashcards. Yeah. What the reason what why yeah. what ha, what I do is I I reflect back on I write on the front part if I have to use two or what now I'll use two and staple them but on the back end of it I want to reflect on the meeting reflect on the conversation cool. and any type of anything that pops in my mind on how I can help mm -hmm. and how I can also ask for help yeah. at some point and I take that I don't do anything with this I, I put it into text form I've sent it to my team. They'll put it into a file and I'll put their name on it and put it into a file. Alphabetical order. That's cool. That's that's all the big topic of processes that we don't think so much about. So pro it keeps us, I, I keep yeah. it simple, man. I'm, I'm a keep yeah, it simple type good. of person because I, cool. 
in order for me not to be simple minded, I need to keep it simple for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm an uncommon thinker. I'm an uncommon individual. I have uncommon relationships and I have uncommon results. And the only way to do that is you, it starts with you, man. And it's, we're so freaking aligned. It's crazy, man. And the more I'm having a conversation, we're like, man, like, how yeah. can we build a business? Let's, let's do some <laughs> shit together. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So what I really love is that you're writing down. So how can I help and how can he help? Because most people I had this Or conversation she, yeah. with. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I had this conversation with Steve Sims, who you also. Uh, I love him to death. No, yeah, he's yes. one of my favorite people. I love yeah, this guy. Steve is cool. And I interviewed him also in my podcast. And, and basically, I mean, this guy. He worked with Elon Musk, so Richard Branson, so Elton John, and you you name it. And I asked him, so, I mean, how get in contact with these people? So these, I mean, when you look he, at the proof. Well, he does ask a question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. They're on this pyramid, and they're very high. And then, I mean, yeah. When Why is it my responsibility to find out how you can help me? So he's switching this whole thing. People are asking, hey, I, I, can, I can help you. Uh, just let me know. And then he says, okay, yeah, my dog is, uh, you know, you, can you clean it up for me? And, and they're saying, no, no, that's not what I mean. I want to help you. And, and he says, okay, it's your responsibility to find out how you can help these guys. 100%. That is all on yeah. you. And that yeah. comes from you thinking. So if you... The mindset. Mindset, Here's yeah. the thing, look, when you're having a con- when I'm having a conversation with somebody, and this is a human mind, this is the biology and psychology and facts. This yeah. is a facts, ladies and gentlemen. So you might want to write this down. Yeah, when you're having a, a conversation one. with someone for 15 minutes, 90% of what just happened in that 15 minutes, you're going to forget. 90%? Wow. 90%. Wow. You know, most people aren't present in the conversation. They're mm-hmm. thinking about their what they're saying to them. And they're thinking about how they're going to respond. I'm listening for what you're not telling me. And that's how yeah. I'm able to anticipate and put myself in that moment for you not to tell me exactly what you need from me. I'm going to feel that. Yeah. I have nothing else going on right now in my life. I've got nothing right now. I am, I'm looking you right dead in the eyes and you're the only thing is on my mind. Yeah. Being I'm present. not daydreaming. I'm not yeah. thinking about my next set of questions. People ask me like, how the hell do you ask so many great questions? Because I am in that moment. Uh, yeah, And Steve I mean, Sims does that. Yes, he's doing this in a great way. I mean, I worked as a journalist. I, I interviewed a lot of people. So that's also something that I'm so active listening is a very, it's not that easy. So we have writing skills, we writing classes or speaking classes, but not that many active listening classes so where you really I mean, yeah you do it's called marriage counseling <laughs> <laughs> it's called marriage counseling bro like what yeah anyways i'm just kidding all right go ahead yeah good <laughs> yeah so here's i'm gonna bring up another steve stems like where he shared one on my podcast and i was so grateful to have him on because it's always fun to have people come on your show that have a similar passion and mm-hmm. similar, obviously core values and a different, that gene talked about that gene. We've ripped us wide open as entrepreneurs. We have a special gene inside of there where we don't give a shit about what everyone else thinks, you know? So we're going to do things our own way. He talked about something goes, because I made it, I told, I mentioned what I just said is that that's why it triggered my brain. Like I put my, my job is to find out what you want for me and what you need overall. And then without you telling me that, And he's like, ooh, I'll lean, of course, his accent. I like that. You know what he's like? He goes, he goes, you know, the bigger the problem, the more money they pay me. And I was like, ooh, that's interesting. I said, expand on that. And he kept going down this rabbit hole. He goes, well, the more money you make, Chris, you, you'll end up being embarrassed to ask people for help and ask people for what you really want. Well, I put people in a position and feeling open to ask me for this because I don't tell people what I can do. I show them mm-hmm. and they go, oh, you, I know the person you need to talk to. And he makes people buy. We're in a society right now where people are giving away a lot of free things. Well, when it's free, people don't want to do anything. There's no accountability there. There's no, no commitment. None, none. Mm-hmm. 
you can get people Laker tickets or, and I think that's what he was talking about. And he goes, and people <laughs> wouldn't go. I was like, what? Like, give me floor teeth of four tickets. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. But so well, how much is that? Do you kind of like integrate within your, your system of your mm-hmm. touch points? Because that's the, a lot of people don't talk about is how many touch points are there needed for you to be able to have a solid foundation of trust? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good question. So there's all, there's a study that shows th- this was before COVID happened. So mm-hmm. six or seven touch points, digital touch points. So this means basically um, people uh, people are liking and you're following up, taking their name. This is one touch point. Um, or they're writing something in your chatbot and you're answering immediately. This is another touch point. So there are six or seven necessary in order to earn some reputation. Okay. okay. And through, co- through COVID, this whole number changed to... 16 or 17 touch points Holy because smokes. N- n- now all of a sudden people are i mean they are everybody's all going online yeah everybody's mm-hmm. starting is is now a consultant a coach okay <laughs> yeah yeah i mean this is uh, this is right now happening or, or already happens everybody has a website and all all the good looking websites but you do you don't know okay can i trust this person or not so w- what happens is Everybody's online, going online and looking up, and but they are not sure and they're waiting. They're waiting. And so this means this number increased to 16 to 17 touch I points. I feel you. I see that. And so, I actually, I can resonate with that. Yeah. Because the more saturated the market gets when people, I guess, get really confused on why they should do something. That's why it's essential for any person to have a clear and concise message and a call to action. About mm-hmm. this is what you're going to get, and here's the experience. Yes, and it's future pacing. And I see, and I'm, I'm sure you probably do something like this. Is those touch points in, in the middle of those touch points is giving them a glimpse of what's going to happen if they do take action. Yeah. So why is that important? Build, building the vision. I mean, if you, this is something that also TG TG Thomas that you. Oh yeah, know. yeah. I was I was waiting. I was I actually had it written down. TG, <laughs> TG is a deer. I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, of course you call a lot of people friends and whatnot, but we, I mean, like, I felt like we, man, we created our lives together. Like it, mm-hmm. it during that same time of going from an independent consultant for companies mm-hmm. to going into entrepreneurship, like real entrepreneurship. Okay. Like cool. there's no safety net. I'm not doing this for anybody else. This is real deal. So that that's how I we have a huge connection. We have a very, 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 very strong core values that we have just set. I love that dude. So TG, if you're listening to this, he's he listens to the show. I appreciate you. I love you, my friend. So, but yeah, I that's another person that came onto your show. Yeah. Well, why was it? Why I did it to you. To my say. bad. So <laughs> yeah, you mentioned TG Thomas. So yeah. we're obviously talking about the little different angles of why it's important for people to do things and why it's important to giving them a glimpse of what they're going to see uh, in the future and create a vision. Yes. See, I do yeah. listen. See? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Taking over, taking over from here. So if you speak with people, I mean, you can't meet them in person. So you have to paint the big picture mm-hmm. online. If you're, if you're, if you're sitting with them and they're on a screen, it's, it's very hard to feel things. And yes. if you want to really, if you really want to, sell them for example coachings or high tech high ticket price price things then you have to paint the picture and you have to give them uh, how how they are going to feel in the future so if they if they don't see themselves in a different angle or in in a in a much yeah in a in a greater way then they are also not going to move and not buy your product or or nothing will change if they don't believe that they will change for them, they will not follow you. So you have to you have to paint the picture with the words, with the, with the questions that you ask. Mm-hmm. And I've been around TG, and I know the the, the dialogue framework. And uh, he says he has a business called his unselling approach, and it's the mm-hmm. same approach unselling that system. he same approach mm-hmm. that I have developed over the years. And he comes from education too, and then obviously different background and. It's funny, man, when you are aligned and you're doing the right things, you'll end up meeting the right people. Yes. Between him and I, we sold, we've sold over a billion dollars in sales and high ticket items. 
That's cool. Like destroying marketplaces, but we were doing it the right way because he does. And that's something that he does well. And I do very well. And you know, and the reason why we say this is when you get to, when you get, you know, you're not just good at something. People start finding you and you become great. That's when you really people take notice and get hated on. But when you turn yourself into unstoppable, that means there's no doubt in my mind that I am, I'm one of the best in the game of what I do for a living. And when you make those shifts, you don't mind not happen. But in my mind, I'm the best at the game of what I do. And the only way you're able to, to do this effortlessly is that maybe sometimes when you're doing video, I turn the video off and I want you to hear what I'm telling you because I'm going to do something different. So yeah. then I'm going to start painting that picture of what it could look like in your life, not guaranteed results. Here's what could happen if you take the right approach, having mm -hmm. the right attitude and putting in the right effort for you to accomplish this. Here's what could happen. Here's what it's going to look like. But here's also what it's going to look like if you don't listen to what the fuck I'm telling you to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to tell you to do it or tell you not to do it. I'm here to guide you and give you a proper recommendation. Yes. So I'm going to give you the pros and cons, and I'm going to leave it up to you to make the right choice. And if you don't make the right choice today, <laughs> I'm going to reframe it for you to make the right one. <laughs> right? So, yeah. and that's and that's the unselling approach. And it's the educational mm -hmm. way in a moral and ethical sales. And it sounds like to me that you do this a lot within your program and within your system. And let's, I guess it's a good way of talking about this. That bigger picture. If you don't have the intellect, the understanding, or even the imagination to be able to see what people do not see, and that's hard. And then coming back down to flying and landing a plane, building a mastermind or building a program is something you need to do if you are able to visualize stuff that people don't see. And those are the ones that I know for sure to get to the top 1% or 1% because they're doing it for the right reasons. Is that what led you to doing this on a bigger picture now because of the amount of success that you've had within the marketplace today? Definitely. I mean, I I want to play, uh, work more closely with guys like you, with TG, with Brian Bogart. With, I'm working uh, to become closer to jay abraham the, which is a Getting very close. tough tough thing so steve sims is is a good friend of jay abraham so i want to play with these a players that's my goal like you oh, said, i love that i love you just said that because you look at the angles you look at the angles those are touch points yeah, you can't just definitely. go i need to go work with elon musk you gotta keep you you have to go through the levels yeah. you gotta yeah. do the touch so, i mean i love this go ahead please please keep okay going. okay one one thing i never uh, so far, I never shared this, I think. So Jay Abraham is, for example, one goal. So this is a huge one, okay? So basically, it started, I interviewed Brian Kurtz. Brian Kurtz is a copywriter. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and all uh, Jay, when Jay is giving webinars or things like that, he's always saying, if you need help with copywriting, go to Brian. Brian is your man. He wrote this awesome book, this o Over Deliver, and things like that. And from from Brian, I, I was uh, I got the email of the personal assistant of Jay. So I, I know this person and got the email address and and this is this is one touch point. The other thing is Steve Sims. Steve Sims and he are best buddies. So I interviewed him. I in the podcast I also spoke about Jay. So mm -hmm. how Jay and Steve met each other. And that's, also a, that's what you did, what you did right there. And just for the listeners, and I want to just put a <laughs> pin on that. Just don't forget But this for the listeners, what he did, he just reprogrammed and put that, put that energy level and dropped an anchor on how excited and what his emotion was and, and gave Steve an opportunity to put it in his subconscious mind. And if something happens and he's having a conversation with Jay and it's whatever that, whatever he felt during that time, and you yeah. over-delivered, bro, he's like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I got a guy that, and there it is. And uh, I mean, I'm, I know the end of my story yet. <laughs> I know, no, I was, I just wanted to make sure that people understood because yeah. it's not manipulation. What you're doing no. is you're looking at it at touch, it's touch points to really drop the anchor and then doing that anchor point is going to take you to go, okay, here's why, but I don't need to show my cards all the way. And that's my big goal because then you're, yeah. they're not going to obviously you got to give them a reason to sell you. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. So 
I w w like I said, one question was Jay and Steve. So how met did they met? I created this video snippet. I created a blog article, published it on uh, my blog on Drive Global, so earned media. So this is a boost for the website of Jay and also Steve. So for SEO, SEO search, so I'm boosting their website uh, so that people can find them easier. And I'm sharing this article through WhatsApp with Steve. And he says, and uh, on the cover, you can see Steve and also Jay Abraham. And uh, I'm sending this link and he say, oh, that's great. I'm sending this to Jay. I mean, what else should happen? I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. constantly, this is, this is the... This is why I believe that content is just great to influence and and also have an impact in life, because you can create all these little touch points with content, and you, you just have to make sure that it's not about me. It's not about me. I'm not mm -hmm. just writing anything about me. It's about them and their products, their masterclass, their mastermind, their webinar, what, whatever it is. But I'm I'm giving them a platform yeah don't be the king be the king maker so i'm giving the, them the platform to perform and also to to show themselves and their products that's basically what i'm doing and that's the way i'm doing until today so you're going to be the scotty pippen pretty much uh, jordan that's what you're basically saying so have you ever read the book the 48 laws of power uh robert yes, green I'm, yeah robert green yes He talks a lot about in that book that never overstep the master, even when they think that they are the master, mm -hmm. right? Or someone, I guess you would say, or the hierarchy of an individual, the status, the elites, yeah. the elites. And how they become elite is they know how to play a number two really well without hitting a button for the number one to get offended, to cut you off. And feel like they need, they're like, I got to do something. He's going to outshine me or she's going to outshine me. They get caught into their own emotions. Here's the thing about life in general. If you're in a world where you feel like it's what you can get, what I can, what I can get, the watches and the shoes and the, and the clothes and the cars and the blah, blah, the blah, stuff. the stuff, all the shit. Yeah. Once you, tr once you change, change that narrative and the internal dialogue to, How can I give and how can I pour more in and keep recycling my own energy? And when that happens, you make a huge shift and you don't care about results. I look at it as, to, as like, even when I have a shitty campaign or I have a shitty type of results that I didn't see for see happening, I'm like, what the freak was happening with my mind that day? I'm so excited right now to be able to dive into this problem. I'm, I'm a weirdo. I got, oh my gosh, this is giving me something. Because you don't want to move the needle a little bit and see it moving and then move it back. Because I need to see that gap. So when I see something yeah. jump or jump up, like down or jump up, I'm like, okay, now I'm on to something. Then I start reverse engineering. Like, what happened there? How did that happen? <laughs> Analyzing. Analyzing. <laughs> Always, man. I measure and reassess everything. So when you're doing it that way, is that something that you do? And obviously, I know this for sure just by reading your energy. Is that something you do also as a follow-up to your touch points when you are working with your client? No, not really. If, uh, I mean, I want to win the trust of Jay Abraham, which is a huge thing. This yeah. is a big thing. And when I have already clients, it's not, it's not a thing. I'm giving this advice to them. Basically. Right. Well, my point is this. Yeah. But the clients you're possessing, obviously mm -hmm. you're producing the results or already, a testament yes. or, you know, for... That's a, that's a, you're showing your work through yes. the, your executing. results, executing yes. on your stuff. So, and that's what I'm, that's why I asked that question because that's the next step. It sounds like is how much, how much content and how much results is visible proof that I can provide access to visible access, instant access without you showing them that access. And this is why I brought up the point about You give them enough ammunition to be able to sell you. Well, I mm -hmm. give my, my touch points and the people that I'm trying to get the attention of, I get the attention by about, about being in a conversation in the room they're going to be in and my name's going to come up and then I'm going to keep dropping it. And I'm so whatever all these rooms they go into and all these people mm -hmm. that they know, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be surrounded. These are going to be surrounded 
and I'm going to over deliver a course and my name's going to be in these conversations. And I'm like, I keep hearing your name pop up. <laughs> you, do you see my point? And that's what's going to happen. If you keep, you keep, you're doing the right things. You're doing the right things for the right reasons and your name will pop up and then you'll execute or it already probably has happened. It'll happen. Yeah, at the moment he's on vacation. So, uh, but I'm constantly working on these touch points. It's it's like there's no, and, and by the way, there's no guarantee for no, of that course this not. will work. But but I would do it anyway because that's my thing. It's your process, though. You that's, love the process. Definitely. Yes. Oh man. So, what are you looking forward to now? Like moving forward? Like obviously, what you have going on with the coaching programs, and obviously, what you do for. The great entrepreneurs out there and helping coaches get you know get from this getting from small to mid to obviously a bigger co corporation. Like what yeah. what else are you excited about? Like coming forward? Like what's new for Jakob in the next six months? What's on your horizon? So um, yeah, the coaching thing is big. So this time uh, it will be the first time internationally. So with international clients, congrats. Uh, we meeting on a weekly basis, coaches and consultants, business owners, and give them. Give them this feeling that the that video creating video content is is a good thing. So many people are still scared, and I want to mm -hmm. take the scare from from people and help them to be good in front of the camera. Because for me, it was obvious when I worked the first time on a TV station ten years ago, and I feel weird when I say t video is the tr is a trend, because <laughs> I mean I'm doing this for a long time, and still people are resisting. So that's that's the, why do you think really the big it, reason? Why do you think the big reason and why they resist so much when it comes to video? They want to be it, it should be perfect. It's uh, it's too, way too hard to handle the technical stuff, which is just nonsense in my opinion. But um, this is this is a big thing. The other thing is, um, yeah, I don't know what to say in the videos. And the biggest thing is going live. I, what if something? If the light breaks or something all these all these little things in their mind that stops them to just hitting the button it's like creating a podcast it's the same thing i they don't just push the hit uh, the, the the button that's that's the biggest problem well they push the button and then they delete it even if they do push the button yeah and the good thing with live sessions is that you can't delete it yeah, yeah. You can, you, well, that, you can't i love that i love yeah. it because even that live button's going live right we're not live even we're <laughs> yeah. on but i keep my eye because that red light comes on i'm on i'm on yeah I, but I'm, i actually am starting to see now through like sponsored ads on instagram and all those other social media platforms like cool. the things that they're going to allow people to go live and have like, a, what is it? Like a teleprompter, like on their phone. Yeah. You seen that shit? I was yeah. like, you got to know you your sound, content. You got to know you your sound, content. You sound like a machine. You sound like somebody on like, the airplane. Oh, oh, you see your eyes moving. Yeah. Yeah. The, this. And also, you know, I don't know the English expression on, on the airplanes when people are saying, okay, here are the exits and, Oftentimes, I mean, uh, these kind of conversations, they are just so weird and they don't talk with you like no one's human paying being. attention. No one's paying yeah. attention to you. Yeah, you have you have literally the human brain. You have two to three seconds to grab someone's attention to hold <laughs> on to it. The fifth one. Yeah, it's just the way it is. That's why Instagram started to preload your videos. So when you scroll up, it preloads the video for the first little bit. And with the audio, with the the. Yeah. The audio is off of it and where you can still read the words. That's why they mm -hmm. did that. Because it's, it's welcoming you. Even on Vimeo, whatever it's called, they have on their emails, they put on their email, where you can create a, what is it called? A GIF? GIF? Yeah. GIF. Whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, but you can actually create one for three seconds to entice mm -hmm. people to watch the video. Mm -hmm. And you don't do the intro. You do it at a point where you're laughing. I see this a lot with um, YouTube. YouTube, they want to get them in an expression. Yeah. And that obviously get people them. to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to give, that's obviously setting the intention. Like, you're going to laugh on this episode. Then it's kind of yes. upsetting when you go in there and it's the only time they freaking laughed. <laughs> so you're, laughing, you're laughing a lot on your podcast. I love it because I love what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. This is my favorite part this. of my day. It's my favorite part of my yeah. day. And people can feel this.
And I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, man. I mean, I would love to come on to your show. I don't know if it's obviously it would align with some of the topics and things you have coming up, but I would love to be in service any way I can and maybe driving some people your way. Um, now that I know a little bit more in depth, of course, we had our conversation. I come and hijacked your live for a little bit. And then, you know, I knew I read a lot more. I do put a lot of, just like you're a you know, journalist and you put a lot of work in of making sure you knew the ins and outs of the individual. You know, I hate going on shows, man, when they don't, and I could tell they don't do the, They didn't do their homework on me. And they'll ask yeah, me I a mean, dumbass question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I listened to several of your podcasts. Yeah. I listened to- I, I listened to the interview with Pablo, Pablo Gonzalez. Is I love my, Pablo, my, man. Pablo is my content brother. So yeah. we, yeah, we were always chatting and he's my co-bro, content brother. Yeah. Did you so, watch the, did you listen to the one where I came on his? Yeah, this is what I mean. This okay, is, uh, so you listened to when I went on his show. Okay. Yeah, he, yes, he gave yes. me like the coolest freaking intro ever. Yes, he's he's amazing. He, I love that guy, me. man. He's yeah. so cool, man. Yeah, Pablo, yeah. he's a great guy. Um, I actually have a meeting set with him in a couple weeks coming up. Um, cool. yeah, he's just a cool. He's just a cool cat. Just cool. It's just like, you know, like even when I was when I'm building Winjex, he's like, I just want to build a company where they're not going to get raped by other people. Like I'm gonna, you know, that's where the whole point behind this. I'm just gonna create a huge party and just invite everybody to it and just have some fun. I just do I do dope ass shit with dope people. That's it. This is the this is the new way of doing business <laughs> that yeah. you that you work with the people that you want to hang around with. Yeah. And you can do this with Zoom with digital tools. Yeah, that's StreamYard. it. So I want to leave you with this question. I'm, I'm curious to ask, and I'm not going to be like cool. a podcaster and go, "Hey, where can we find it?" We'll put all that shit in the show notes. Okay. So, but I'm going to leave you with this, and this is something I did. I feel that I haven't touched on the most. We touched on the competitive advantage just a little bit and what drives you and what you pull from. Is it something that you have identified early on what your competitive advantage is or have you, or has it changed for you a little bit? Some things that make you move because you execute. That's why I want to bring up this question. You don't really, you don't have a lot of procrastination there, hesitation when it comes to things. When you set your attention on something, because it sounds like to me, you put a lot of planning behind things and strategizing and measuring, reassessing and future pacing, what could happen, what should happen, moving parts. But they're, they're every part of your day, and I know this because what we what I do for a living, it's being, us being entrepreneurs, I need something to draw from. And it could change, but my biggest competitive advantage never changes. That's what I need the most heat and most smoke. But have have you kind of pinpointed what that is for you? I think my hunger for uh, for being outside of the comfort zone. Okay. How so? So, so w- way back in my university time, I was a workshop addict. So I was hanging right. around and always working on myself getting new book, listening to online courses. So because I was, I'm still hungry to learn the things that I don't know yet mm-hmm. and to to speak with people that I don't know, they, they can teach me things. Because you know this, the podcast is just a great way to shorten your learning curve. It that's, is. That's, that's how I'm getting the results that I'm getting because I'm learning from people who are already doing business since longer than i'm born on this planet Mm -hmm. and i'm getting their knowledge i'm yeah i'm getting their strategies their tactics and i think this this hunger for being outside of the comfort zone because i know if you're if you're in your comfort zone this means you're dying basically 100 if you're you're gonna be complacent you're gonna you're gonna manifest the you're gonna conform at some point you're gonna have to you're not living the life set on your terms you're on some everybody else's terms yes so, uh, so there's this um, this rule from not the rule, but th- this practice from Tim Ferriss, who's saying, "What are you afraid of? Do you have a fear list? W- what are you afraid of? What are the five things that you don't want to do?" And he's writing it down. Okay, this one, this one, and he's doing these things because these are the things that will bring you that will guarantee you growth. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You will you will grow as a, as a human being through this list, and that that's something also that I believe in. 
I like that. That's powerful. We'll leave the leave that with the listeners. I'm gonna let you stumble on that, listeners. If you're watching, we were listening to this, and you want to learn more about Yaku, we'll probably put it in the show notes. And if you want to text eight four three three nine six two one zero four, um, text you know the you know how you felt about today's episode, what you would like to learn more from, and I'll make sure that I connect you and our staff connects you. But you won't. I'm telling you, in the future, you're not gonna have to look long and not see me around this guy somewhere. So it's. We're going to do something else in the future. I mean, either me coming on your show or chopping up some other type of Definitely. content or some type of it. There's a, there's an opportunity there somewhere, you know, and I know that yes, for sure. Definitely. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. It meant a lot to me. Um, thank it's you for just, having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And it just means the world, the information that you shared, because it's I know for it's for a lot of people that are consuming content or they want to start recording content and They'll they'll get a lot from this, and I appreciate the, I appreciate the nuggets of knowledge. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, and would love. I I see this as a starting point for cooler things that are coming in the future. Yeah, this is cool right now. But we're gonna do some <laughs> dope stuff. So, anyways, yeah. guys, I appreciate it. Be you, be well, be great. Like, peace out, guys. Just go win. Just do what you gotta do. Yes. Peace out.